The Goose Creek CISD Board of Trustees approved calling for a November 7, 2023 bond election. Proposed projects include replacement of Sterling High School, renovation of Stallworth Stadium, Lee High School site renovations, safety and security, technology, athletic facility upgrades, transportation, and more. People just don't know all there is to know about Goose Creek schools. In this district, we grow giants. Welcome to the Goose Call. The juice of the goose. Welcome to this episode of the Goose Call. Today on the podcast, we have our very own superintendent, Dr. Randall O'Brien. Hello. And our incredible director of facilities, planning, and construction, Brenda Garcia. Hello. Welcome. All right. Well, this podcast is all about bond, our 2023 proposed bond. This is one of multiple bond podcasts that we will be releasing to you guys. And we're going to start this podcast with a couple of projects, including Sterling High School replacement, Stallworth Stadium renovation, and the Lee High School site renovation. So let's get started. Let's talk about it. Sterling High School replacement. Why is this replacement on the bond as a proposed project? Well, I think it's fair to share with the public that we continually evaluate our campuses, all of them, uh, from the oldest to the newest, to ensure that they're remaining efficient. And uh, Sterling went through that process a few years back where we discovered that the HVAC was on continuously in order to keep a safe climate within the building. So that was the first red flag for us, that the building was beginning to uh, outlive its purpose. Um, the other thing is we look at things, uh, buildings through such things as instructional effectiveness. Uh, we look for cleanliness of our buildings. Obviously, our custodians do a wonderful job of that, but we also look to our maintenance department to keep the lights replaced, um, the floor shiny. And uh, research says that a clean environment will provide a healthy learning environment for us as well. But when we're doing our evaluations, we're looking at other th- such things as sunlight into the classrooms and such. And if you've ever visited uh, Ross S. Sterling High School, you would know that there's no exterior windows to the building. So that limits the possibility of sunlight um, uh, for our students uh, during the instructional day. So from an instructional standpoint, while it's clean and well lit, uh, the HVAC has been taken care of. It still lacks in the overall instructional um, optimum performance uh, as far as the building goes. So uh, that's where it first came up on the um, on the radar for us as a possibility of a replacement. And then, Ms. Garcia, I'll turn it over to you uh, to talk a little bit about how your evaluation of the building uh, began. Sure. So on one of our assessments of the building uh, for a future project, uh, it was discovered as we usually do an assessment of the building of the areas that we we're going to remodel and renovate. Uh, we discovered that there was some structural issues at the foundation of the building. Upon further research and assessment, those structural uh, repairs were uh, more extensive than we had hoped to be. And so in our report of our assessment, it was noted that we would have to address those uh, a lot sooner rather than later. And the district has decided that it is uh, the best value to replace the building versus having a repair of the building. And one of those things that was discovered was the just basically the standards, the construction standards from the 1950s and the 1960s differ drastically from construction standards of today. And just one of the elements she's talking about is the peer-in-beam 
foundation program that for the construction of Sterling High School in the 50s, 60s, maybe even the 70s. Uh, angle iron was a, an appropriate selection uh, to use as a pier and beam. But today, it's uh, generally speaking, most pier and beams are built out of concrete, uh, much more secure, much more firm, and will last a lot longer. So uh, it's a huge variation between those standards of the past and our today's standards. Dr. O'Brien, I joke, I didn't know much about pier and beam until we started this bond <laughs> process. So there's a, a lot to learn about pier and beam. Um, I think it's important for our community to know also that there are no immediate life safety issues, but you know, in all of our findings, we're, we're really showing that an extensive repair or replacement is needed in the immediate future. So with that being said, why a replacement and not a repair? So a repair of the facility would be very intrusive to the facility and to the learning environment of the campus. The repair would mean we would have to displace the students in the main building out into portables, very many portables, and would not be conducive to the learning environment. Whereas if we were to replace the building, which is what we're proposing to do, we would be able to build new buildings on the site, and be able to move those students into their permanent facilities. Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the data that we've released to our public, and we're showing that it would cost a minimum of $122 million to do that repair. And and correct me if I'm wrong, this would not uh, repair any of the the natatorium, the Winnie Brown gym. That is correct. Anything other than the repair of the pier and beam. That is system, correct. Is that All correct? of the it would not address other auxiliary buildings that are in desperate need of repair. I'm also showing that we're putting those students out into a parking lot would cause major parking concerns. So you know, portables would be in that student parking lot where the band practices. We're concerned about the site traffic. We're concerned about practice fields being used for for, um, this displacement. Okay, great. So um, our community has also had a lot of questions about what is staying. We have some new buildings. So are those going to be incorporated in the design? Yes. So we will definitely replace the educational facility. Um, We will have to create spaces for fine arts. Some um, athletic displacement would occur with the replacement of those uh, buildings as such as the Winnie Brown gym. But the majority of um, the buildings, the East Annex, the field house, the athletic fields and the new cafeteria, correct? Okay. And then um, really the last question about you know, Sterling High School is what, how are we going to pull this off? How are we going to, to make sure that we have a new campus on the same site? We will uh, definitely plan with all of the stakeholders. We will have several meetings with the campus itself, with architects to plan a phased project to figure out what the, the least amount of impact on the, on the campus would be. And that's the key, Ms. Garcia, I believe it is to, to not think of it comprehensively. Uh, we're breaking ground and going to replace the entire building. That's not the way it's planned. It'll be done in phases uh, where that the remaining facility will be safe to use for our students during their uh, school year. So to our community, this is uh, Sterling High School replacement and the budget for um, that proposed project is $285 million. So let's talk about Stallworth Stadium renovation. What's included in the renovation? And this is another proposed project. And Stallworth Stadium, a budget of $24 million. What will that include? Well, I'll start by just saying that um, this came about through us listening to our citizens. We've solicited feedback through the channels that we have through Citizens Bond Participation, uh, also through our local news media outlets to get survey responses back. And what has 
uh, come from that is our community is um, very much in favor of renovation of Stallworth. And it has a lot of nostalgia. So uh, with that being said, we're listening to our citizens and we're going to provide the renovation uh, of Stallworth through this bond process. But I'll let you talk about that a little bit more, Ms. Garcia. Sure. So um, we also did a facility condition assessment of this facility. And there are a lot of, as uh, Dr. O'Brien mentioned, the building is quite a bit older. And so there are a lot of items that need to be addressed and updated and replaced. And some of those items include mechanical, electrical, and plumbing systems. The concessions need to be replaced. The The press box needs to be replaced. And also there are different issues like ADA standards that are not met with the very steep ramps that do not meet today's standards. Ms. Garcia, when I was in high school, I could barely walk up those ramps. So <laughs> I, I, you know, they'll, they'll give you a run for your money when it comes to being out of breath, walking up the, the ramps sure. at Stalwart Stadium. So um, talk to me. I know, Dr. O'Brien, you mentioned a, being ADA compliant with the ramps and just the building. Can you give us some history on that? Well, I think um, the term that comes to my mind um, is from HGTV. Uh, it's got good bones. Yeah. I hear uh, a lot about the, it's a concrete structure, which, uh, as we alluded to earlier, is the more long-lasting structure. What it's lacking, the ADA compliance issues, we've accommodated some of those issues, but there's more to be addressed, obviously. Um, but the, the other thing to modernize this facility, because our students compete here and then they go to Challenger Stadium, or they go to one of our competitors, and they're going on to a, a modern, state-of-the-art facility. And if we're going to re- remodel this stadium versus replace it, uh, a press box, for example, um, some some districts use their press box as professional development space. Sure. Uh, and so looking at it comprehensively from um, – how this facility can have multiple purposes and multiple uses. So I will tell you, um, we have a lot of questions about the difference because Stallworth Stadium was also in the 2019 bond. So can you talk about what we've done to Stallworth in, based on the 2019 bond? Sure. Um, so currently we have a project that's about to get going. It's um, replacing, um, well, actually adding a field house that has never been existent there. There have been locker rooms uh, on the site under the concourse, but we are providing the first standalone uh, field house for the facility that will house home and opposing teams with locker rooms and office space for athletics department. It will also be the new place of our new scoreboard. So that will be replacing the existing locker rooms Um, and we have also done some capital improvement work as well uh, besides uh, some of the bond uh, work with replacing the parking lot adding a parking lot and lighting and making it a safer place and just to give an example the remodel that's already taken place has been to try to um, provide a more modern feel Uh, the officials for example were in I think a janitorial closet uh, and now with the new field house, the 2019 bond, uh, they will have their own rooms for the officials that are visiting our, our district as we want to have them want to come back to our district to officiate. We know you work hard for your community. That's why Community Resource Credit Union is giving back with a new type of mortgage designed specifically for first responders, healthcare, and education professionals. The Community Hero Mortgage offers zero down payment, no lender fees, and no private mortgage insurance required. Go to crcu.org slash community hero to apply today. 
Okay, so let's talk about the last project on this episode, and that is the Lee High School site renovation. So what does that mean? What are we talking about with Lee High School site reno? Well, I'm really excited about it. Um, from an equity standpoint, we look at the three traditional campuses and we look at the acres that we have uh, to provide an optimum education for each student, uh, ranging from fine arts, athletics, uh, traditional uh, academics. We, we look at everything we do across Goose Creek as, uh, as equitable. And one of the things that's inhibited uh, Lee High School a little bit is its layout. It's bordered by Market Street on one side and railroad tracks on the other. And then we divide the campus by a street called Carnegie. And so with an overview of the acres that we have, looking at that uh, with consultants, we've discovered that we could potentially reclaim Carnegie, which is a one-way street that divides the campus and creates some safety issues uh, with students, pedestrian traffic going back and forth across it. So with reclaiming that as green space, it provides a little bit better footprint for the entire campus. I'll let Ms. Garcia talk a little bit about the specifics on that. Sure. We also look um, to combining the tennis courts and relocating that to a centralized location so that they could have a better use for tournaments. Uh, the identified separate lanes for a bus lane versus parent student drop-off lanes, uh, keeping that traffic separate than the traffic flow of students, uh, the pedestrian traffic will in general make the site a lot safer. Yeah, for, for those of you that don't know um, or haven't experienced a uh, release of the high school, students are walking uh, in front of buses and between buses because the bus lane is essentially a modern bus lane that we would see at one of our newer campuses is non-existent at that school. Yes, correct. And I think, too, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but this would also include some fencing that would encompass the entire site. Yes, it would make it um, a safer, secured site, as we have done with other campuses across the district. Including secured gateways and things of that nature. So the Lee High School site renovation, that budget is $6,200,000. And one thing to, to bring up, and this is just since we have Sterling and Lee High School on the same podcast, one thing uh, people in our community bring up is that Lee High School is older than Sterling. But Brenda, you can give some good insight, and you too as well, Dr. O'Brien, on some of the renovations through the years that Lee High School has had. We have a beautiful new auditorium as a result of the 2019 bond, fine That's arts correct. facility. We've added, we've done a major renovation to the existing auditorium, uh, and we recently just opened the new fine arts building at the campus. Uh, there are some newer buildings on the site that are newer than the, some of the buildings that are at Sterling High School. And so that campus has been renovated throughout the years. And it has a new CTE wing, relatively speaking. Um, that whole wing was added. Uh, to expand the course offerings for the students at Lee High School. And one of the cool uh, benefits of having a new fine arts building is the old fine arts building has been demolished, yep. torn down, and created more green space for us to look at for the full footprint. Yeah, and if you look at the concept image that we have on our website, you can see that that area will be combined with this possible site renovation as a result of this project on the bond. Thank you, Dr. O'Brien and Ms. Garcia, for providing details on a few of our proposed bond projects today. There's still a lot more to know. Join us on future episodes where we talk about safety and security, facility condition assessment, transportation, athletics, and technology. Early voting begins October 23rd. You must be registered to vote by October 10th, and election day is November 7th. 
There is tons of information posted on our bond page on our district website, www.gccisd.net. Thank you, Community Resource Credit Union, for sponsoring this episode of The Goose Call, and thank you for listening. Thank you, Ms. David. Thank you so much.